Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura. You're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. I'm here with my man Izzy motherfucking Rock, so pay attention. Talk to you by Matt Flavor. So, check yourself before you wreck yourself. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid Kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen Dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge and sharing some wisdom Going down that rough road only makes you tougher It's a beautiful struggle, sometimes we suffer Let the people know, you aren't in this alone This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone No fakeness here, this as real as it gets Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe The idea's real simple, there's no secret code Reach out to the people, spread that positive energy Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity Whatever little part of this planet you live in These tales from the hard side are now transmitting Transmitting. Hello listeners, and welcome to episode 182 of Tales from the Hard Side I'm your host Izzy Rock Please go to theizzyrock.com for more information about everything I have going on. And But for this episode, please go to gemcitypodcast.com for all the links to this podcast that was recorded July 31st and August 1st, 2015 at the 10th Annual Miami Valley Music Fest located in Troy, Ohio. This year, the Music Fest featured 225 musicians... 100 volunteers, and 2,100 people in attendance. I happen to be joined at the Gym City Podcast booth with Eric, Libby, and Scott. Mark was back manning Folio Design House, where you can go get all your marketing needs. Go check it out, Folio Design House. We recorded many hours of content for this these podcasts, because I, I, we always assume it's going to be a series of podcast but unfortunately experienced some recording issues that could not be salvaged our friend josh gwynn who is part of the gym city podcast and does the riffs and rigs podcast tried to do his magic on them his editing magic and they're just they're so messed up so i want to give you guys a couple examples of some of the audio that we experienced you have to remember, while we're recording, we don't hear any of this stuff going on. We didn't have a backup recording device at the booth. Uh, in fact, there was part of the day. I went out for about an hour or so, a couple hours, and actually recorded interviews. So some of that will be spliced in here um, later on. But I want to play you guys some examples of some of the bad audio. Um, this one is from... 
Sharon Lane. Welcome back to Miami Valley Music Festival. This is Gem City Podcast. It's Libby and Eric, and we have the divine Sharon Lane. Uh, she's one of the Dayton music legends, and she happened to be walking by and we'll snag her for an interview. Sharon, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing well. How's this weather? This is it's a phenomenal thing, but and I love this festival. Yeah. So this is precious that this weather is, you know, because it's just a good time. Now Sharon Lane is a beloved person in the in the Dayton music scene, and I was so bummed that her audio messed up one i wasn't there when it was recorded and two she's just she's a great person and another interview that we we had quite a few that got messed up so if you guys are listening to this wondering if you're going to be on the gym city podcast you'll just have to listen there was quite a bit of audio that about a third of the audio that we had recorded at the booth was messed up somehow uh, another episode another interview that we did at the booth was for the Cricket Bows. The first time I, I interviewed them that day on Saturday, and we talked about their album Diamonds, which was got a five-star review in Ghetto Blaster magazine. It was a great review, great talk. It got messed up because we weren't recording, because I don't quite know how Eric's equipment works just yet. And so we tried a do-over. And this was the result. All right, guys, uh, we just had a snafu. We, oh, I love it, man. Situation. We, we did a. We we talked for a little bit. This is the cricket bows, and uh, now we're officially on. Yay! <laughs> See, hello. 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 See, hello. See, we couldn't have you listening to that. So, if you guys want to help out with the Gym City podcast and be part of it and come join us, and you have some recording equipment when we go to these festivals, if you want to have backup stuff. You know, have your name attached. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Um, we're all volunteers for this stuff. So if you guys want to help out in any way, please go support the Gym City podcast. Um, big thanks to Brad Denson and the crew from Miami Valley Music Fest for their hospitality. It was one of the best experiences that I've ever had in my life. Uh, one of the most enjoyable music festivals I've ever been to. The sound that they have was crystal clear. And they had three stages that didn't interrupt one another. The sound was crystal clear. The lights were great. The staff was great. It was a pretty amazing time to the point where I'm going back next year. Except this time I'm having an RV and I'm bringing my wife with me. So, But here it is. Our episode, or the beginning of episodes... From Miami Valley Music Fest. Please go to MiamiValleyMusicFest.com so you can plan on going next year with us, which I, I guess will be in late July, early August. Be paying attention because I'm sure we'll have Brad back on the podcast to promote it. Go support that group. They also do something during the winter called Winterfest at Odd Bodies. Uh, they did it this past year. So we might do something from there as well. Who knows? Anyway, here is the Gym City Podcast at the Miami Valley Music Fest 2015. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gym City Podcast. We are live at the Miami Valley Music Fest, and I have Libby, Izzy, and Scott with me. And we are, uh, we're, you know, everything is kind of going insane. It's just starting off right now. Libby, what are you, what are you thinking? 
Well, it's it's Friday night. Uh, we're going to be recording all weekend, which is great. And this is our first time at the uh, Gem City Podcast at Miami Valley. Yes. So it's pretty exciting. And um, I understand, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, that I'm the only person who's been to Miami Valley before. Yes. You guys yeah, are first yeah, timers. Yeah, yeah, all first time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is my very first time ever being at a festival like this, like a hippie festival. Okay. Uh, the festivals I used to go to was Lollapalooza or Ozfest, and I haven't been to a festival in a long time. So I'm I'm very happy to be part of the Miami Valley Music Fest, and it is like family. Yes, very much so. Like they, there's an incredible vibe at this festival that you're like, this is in the the Dayton area, <laughs> and you know, we, the Miami we, Valley. We kind of knew it from day one when we we came up here to set up the tents. We came up here to set up uh, our booth. And everyone, everyone that you pass said hi. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't matter, you know, who it was, young, old, whatever. Everybody said hi. So you know, he, at said that it, point, he said it is kind of like family. And, and there's, I think there are literally families walking around with yeah, children lots and everything. Of kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We went and did the Merchant Row thing, handed all our, uh, all our passes off to, you know, to tell people to come and talk to us. So hopefully we'll be, you know, having them come and, and interview and we'll get some musicians. We've got some press passes. That's pretty awesome. So Izzy and uh, Libby can sneak back and talk to the musicians. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, we be definitely cool. want to do like a big shout out to Brad Denson, oh who is goodness. the uh, yes, festival yes, director yes. of Miami Valley. Um, he let us set up here today and gave us press passes and, and entrances into this great festival. So um, kudos to him and the entire Miami Valley uh, music Festival Association. Um, it is an association because it's a 501c3, and the proceeds of this festival go to various charities. And um, for people who are listening to this who want to know about their how they can get a part of their charity next year, there is um, an application. Um, so you can actually apply to be one of the beneficiaries. Um, so they give into a variety of charities. So I think that's what's really to be part of the festival to be to actually get the proceeds from the festival. Okay. So okay, if you okay. represent a charity, um, there is actually like an online form and you can submit that. Um, and the Miami Valley Music As- Association um, evaluates those charities. So I think that that's what kind of makes this this festival a little you know, there's a lot of local festivals, but this is kind of like a little special spin because it is helping local charities, and um, that's always, you know, they're especially with the economy and people giving less. That's always super important. So um, I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Izzy has a uh, a, a, a what is that? A neon thing? It is. It? Are you on ecstasy right now or something? No, I'm on? not on ecstasy. Uh, Scott has one on his head. It's been many years since I did ecstasy, but I enjoy like I enjoy lights all the glow sticks all that stuff i enjoy all that stuff i enjoy walking around the booths and seeing everybody with with these glow sticks so i knew that at a festival like this it's important to bring this kind of stuff what merchants have piqued your interest oh my goodness so many uh um i haven't really got a chance to actually go and dig and look uh because we set up kind of late yeah and, we did. and then it rained we all had to work yeah the rain yeah, the rain, rain. We had an hour and a half. But we had this gorgeous double rainbow. I mean, it was like end to end. <laughs> Did you cry? Double rainbow. Double rainbow. Yeah. Um, You'll see the Facebook post. And You'll it see is the a blue moon. So we have this gorgeous full moon out. It is nighttime while we're recording right now. Right, right. Yeah. So that's why we've got all the uh, the glow gear. We've got our Centronella candles. The lava lamp. <laughs> the black light. It's, it, 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 Bug spray. It, it goes very much with the hippie festival. And we are, like, we're camping tonight. 
Yes. Yeah. We're yeah. camping tonight. We so, are. And we have, uh, there's actually an infant, a family with an infant <laughs> next to our A nine-month-old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We met that little kid. Um, is it a boy or a girl? I think it's a girl. I, I think know, it's I a know. girl. I, I rode my motorcycle in and I have to leave in the morning. Did you get out of the rain? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun. And it's loud. <laughs> Did you leave? We're actually sharing a fire, um, a, a, a firing with them because someone stole our firing from our spot. And uh, another time, we it, it, so it, it's crowded. It's crowded, and people are camping next to each other. There's tent cities, and we we got a nice electric area. And me and Izzy rolled up to you know grab some stuff, and there was a, a, a car with some inebriated gentlemen <laughs> with shirts off and tattoos blazing, and they were setting up camp. And me and Izzy had to kind of say, no, no, you yeah, you can camp here, you know, if you need to. But, I mean, you know, we paid for this spot and all these people paid for that spot. And and, and, and do you have a pass on your thing? And, and some lady that, because there's all volunteers working. So some lady let, um, just accidentally, no no problem, no no issue, let her in, let them in, in into the, you know, the, the vendor area parking lot. And they kind of ferreted their way in. But we were cool, I mean, right? I mean, Yeah, they were totally cool. Izzy about ran it. off on me, though. I had to deal with them by myself. Well, <laughs> I, I actually thought they were somebody that you knew at first. And I was like, what? as I was in my tent getting uh, getting more beer, which that's another great thing about the right, Miami Valley. Right, BYOB. Yeah. Yeah. BYOB. Um, I, I noticed that, oh, you don't know these guys, and you're actually telling them you're in, on our spot. So I figured, oh, I guess I should probably go over and uh, – kind of stand next to Eric but they, they were really peaceful about yes. it yeah it was cool it was it's a it's a very cool peaceful vibe here yeah if anybody ever got into a fight at one of these festivals you probably are one of the biggest douchebags <laughs> in the world like if, I would agree with that right and, and people would actually like treat you as such really oh yeah yeah I now Libby you you are a festival yeah like yeah. you're a we, veteran I'm a veteran I've been to Eight Bonnaroo's Voodoo Festival in New Orleans, Vegas in, in uh, Vegas. Um, I've been to festivals in Toronto and all the local festivals, Miami Valley, Wham Bam, Hog Jam, the Dark Star Festival workout. Do they still so, do acoustic hookah? Uh, uh, hookah? Hookah Fest? Actually, well, there was some issues. Somebody, I think, died at one of them, the, uh, the Acoustic Hookah Festival years ago. So it used to be called something it kind of got abbreviated hookahville right hookahville and now it's called the ville so that they could just kind of like and that's actually passed in the season but they're actually just this year announcing that they're bringing back like the actual hookahville and like reuniting acoustic hookah and having the the full bone festival so timely that you ask about that because that's um i think coming up i'll have to (laughs) check my smartphone and see the dates on that um but yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've been to a ton of these festivals, and um, the local ones are always nice because it's it's easy to be low key, you know. Like I've like I've gone to Lock In and all these different ones, and I mean, when you're going out of state, it's so like you know four or five day festivals. I mean, you really you have to be a trooper to <laughs> use a porta potty for like four or five days. Yeah, I mean, you so really have are, to. Are be. you are you camping tonight or not, Livy? Well, uh, we'll see how it all rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a when, when we're going to get Lady drunk, so she has to camp. When it comes to local festivals, honestly, it's like, oh my god, am I going to bust out the tent again? But I have gotten to the point where I can just open the hatchback of my car, throw a blow up mattress, and call it a night. Yep. Yeah. So um, I've I've had a lot of 
I've had a lot of tent usage recently, <laughs> so I'm, I'm maybe going to take a little bit of a break. But we'll see. I've got so many friends here that I can just crash and crash wherever. So. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited you're all here with us, and, and, and the four of us are kind of here. We miss Mark and Josh, obviously, and, and, and Josh is working his butt off and, and, and can't come out this weekend. And I think it's just too damn hot for Mark to want to come out and deal with it. And, 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 and But I'll miss him the most. I, w- I, would love to, I would love to see big old Mark here. But other, than, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, we'll be back. We'll be interviewing people. We'll be throwing people in. We'll, we'll have as many guests and musicians and vendors as, as we can get to you and, and deliver as much information to you as possible. And thanks again to Brad and uh, Libby, get us out of here. Well, I, I wanted to ask you guys, since this is your first festival and, and um, one of the things I'm, I'm going to probably, you know, hopefully not irritate people, but, um, you know, I love that Night Beast is here. I love that Cricket Bows are here. I love that, like, some of these other bands... But I've noticed a lot of the press lately just, like, has just focused on those bands that are not the jam bands. And I just kind of wanted to to throw a little love to my family and the jam band scene that, that actually puts on all these festivals. And that's kind of what, you know, the basis of these. And they and they try to expand and have other genres like Nighties, like Cricket Bows, like, you know, some of the bluegrass stuff. Um, but I just kind of want to say that the majority of these bands really play out a lot. Um, Brad's and Lost on Iddings, and I, I feel like that kind of gets lost in the I agree. in yeah. the, the media press. And so I just want to kind of do a shout out that um, you know some of the bands, a lot, the bulk of these bands are jam bands, quote hippie bands, but they're <laughs> so talented. And I'm I'm looking forward to actually hearing the three of you, like your reaction. What did you think every music? time Izzy was calling them hippie stuff? What was your opinion? Because I, I knew it was digging at you. Like, no. <laughs> it absolutely wasn't. No, it, it absolutely wasn't. No. And, and I kind of like that, you know, other people from other genres are kind of coming to see like the talent behind that, because I think sometimes it kind of gets tossed into this category of like oh jam bands whatever and it's a two-way street I feel like sometimes jam bands don't always necessarily open themselves up to new audiences so I think this is a fabulous opportunity for our audience for you guys and everybody to kind of you know and and tell me what you guys really think like after after the show I will when when we're drunk later tonight we're (laughs) gonna tell you we'll tell you on Sunday (laughs) I, I, I will say this I am a fan of the Grateful Dead. I'm a fan of Fish. Like, I have CDs from those bands. In fact, when uh, Grateful Dead played back in the early 90s, I had a chance to buy tickets before uh, Jerry Garcia died, and I chose to go to Lollapalooza instead. And and so I, fi- I think my path would have been different if yeah. I would have went to the... I was. I did the exact opposite. I went to the '93, '94 Dead shows. Yeah, yeah. And you then ran af- Libby. And then afterwards, I think I went to '95 Lollapalooza or something like that. But um, I kind of, I you know, I totally understand because those '93, '94 like Lollapaloozas were amazing. Yeah, they were. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> legendary. Very legendary. I mean, people. Wow. So I wanted to ask you guys really quick, like, what are you guys looking forward to seeing this festival? Um, I really want to see Signs of Life, the Pink Floyd. The uh, live at Pompeii? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I want to see that. I want to see Lost on Eddings. Uh, I want to. See, I miss Magic Jackson. I think they played at 8. The rain kind of got us a little messed yeah. up on the schedule, so. Yeah, it did. To be quite honest, you know, I, a lot of these bands, the, the local ones I know, Night Bees, Cricket Bows, the one that you, you had mentioned, I'm excited for the, the Pink Floyd cover, and then 
you know, I didn't really come out because necessarily because of the music. I came out just at for the vibe. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And to camp out and to hang out and, and drink and have a good time. So. Yeah, we're working 40 hours a week, raising kids. Like, this is a release. This yes. is a release. Like, this is a vacation before everything. Kids go back to school, uh, sports start. And, um, you know, this is probably the last festival, last outdoor thing that we'll do. We did Sideshow. Side yep, yep. We did this. So uh, we're definitely going to promote stuff like Winterfest and things like that. And we'll be part of a couple other big yeah. events coming soon. I don't know if we can talk about it yet, Libby. Libby would know better than yeah. I would about those things. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. Later. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll talk about it later. Libby, you are you are doing promotion. How did that How did that show go? The show uh, that you did. It was amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I did. What shows this? I hosted uh, New Writers of the Purple Sage. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep, yep. At which, Odd Bodies. Which a lot of people don't know that band, but um, it was actually one of the original founding members was Jerry Garcia, um, and then. Obviously, the Grateful Dead became a huge band, so he kind of had to uh, choose what band he was going to be in. But um, there's still um, a couple original members, and they're just legends in that sort of jam band world. Like, if you're not in that sort of genre, you'd probably not know who they were. But they came to date, and they did an amazing show. They're Cosmic Cowboys. Nice. <laughs> um, and I had two great opening bands, um, Subterranean and Arrows of Neon. Arrows of Neon actually just played a little while ago. Great set over at the tent. Um, but the funny thing was is that the thing that really stole the show, which was kind of my personal idea that I've been I've been trying to sell Odd Bodies on, and then they saw it happen. They were, like, giving me the big thumbs up, was um, in between the sets, I always feel like, you know, the bands are changing instruments, and the vibe kind of goes, like, down. It's like, oh, now we've got 20, 30 minutes of just, like, sitting here. Yeah. Uh, so between the first and second band, I actually had a performance artist. I think people just thought she was some crazy lady. <laughs> like, why is this lady uh, performing in the middle of the set? What was her performance? Um, it was, I, I picked the set list, and I actually gave her sort of a, quote, costume. Yeah. And she just freeform danced, and wow. it was amazing. <laughs> Everyone was just like, wow, what is this chick doing? <laughs> And that, and her name is Lorana Wong, and actually Lorana uh, Wong yeah. is, is sideshow. Sideshow, yeah. yeah. So it all comes back. She and, talked about that a little bit. I think yeah. that she did performance dance. And then between the second and the and the main band, um, the group, the Gathering. Have you guys heard of them? No. Adam Elfler's uh, the Gathering. So they performed in between the second and third band, and they are literally sort of a drum circle but they have a flute player they have a sax player they have and they bring a plethora of instruments and hand them to the crowd so it was literally the whole cool. crowd was doing a drum circle that's awesome in between the sets and that was the thing that most people talked about after the show was how amazing that was and that really got the energy and the vibe so hyped up so Everyone was all smiles, and so it was, it was a really great experience. So. And that was your first time promoting a show? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so yes. much. But we'll talk about other events coming up, but I'm just really excited to be here with you guys. And, yeah, um, And, yeah. It can, can you believe, Eric, when you started the Gym City Podcast, <laughs> it would end up like this? No, I couldn't. I, 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 and, and, you know, thanks to you, I think I think you were uh, you were a big uh, a piece that that got me here, my friend. So I got to thank you. You were the first first people I called. It, it, I, I'm having a great time. I, I love everything. And, and you know, what what Mark brings, what Scott brings, what Libby brings, every one of you is is so so amazing. And you know, I think we're 
we're really good and I, I, I miss Josh and I miss Mark but I mean we're we're holding it down we're in, holding in their it. honor we're gonna have, we're gonna have a good uh, good festival yeah we're the fantastic four let's say that <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks man enjoy the festival everyone Good morning. We are here Saturday morning at the Miami Valley Music Fest, and today we are with... Tell us, tell us who you are, because I don't even know. I went and got you from the information booth, correct? Well, my name is Tony Scully. Pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for picking me out of the crowd. Um, I am working very closely with the Music Festival Association to help coordinate the main tent and all of our various volunteers that are here helping us with this event. Is this your first year doing that? I've been doing this for about five years, okay. and every, every year it just gets more and more exciting. Now, Izzy's with us, too, so... Yeah, when when did you start wanting to be involved? Like, what, what caused you to, like, let's get involved with this? And how early in the year do you start working on Miami Valley Music Fest? Well, love both questions. Let me start by saying I have some good friends that have a significant passion for being here every year, and one of them happens to be my neighbor. And the minute I knew that she was in and out of this Eagles campground all day, every day for about a week straight, I said, what are you doing? And immediately, it's the passion that we have for supporting nonprofit, the passion that we have for music, local vendors, and especially the various types of musicians that we have here today. And I tell you what, we start planning for next year, the day after this event happens. When I heard a little, and we discussed a little bit of it, about the unique part of the, the charity aspect of it. How do you guys choose your charities, or do you know anything about that? We have a specific member of our board that focuses on nothing but um, mentioning and promoting the non the non for profit charity aspect of it, mm-hmm. and she starts recruiting these vendors. And what we do are these uh, volunteer organizations. And what we do throughout the year is we encourage voting. So we have different mechanisms for individuals to vote for their favorite charity. So then we tally up these votes and we make the announcement the last day of the music festival to let everyone know where the proceeds are going to. Very cool. So we'll actually find that out. We will. We're excited. And, and what's the rundown of the schedule? And is it the, is it the same schedule genuinely every year? Not, obviously not the, like the same people, but do they play on Sunday? Are we going to have music on Sunday too, or are we getting kicked out? We're getting kicked out okay. on Sunday, but I tell you, we play until the wee morning hours. So we're not kicking people out too early because they've had such a great time Saturday night and into Sunday morning uh, that they're usually camping up their tents and leaving by about noon on okay. Sunday. Okay. How did uh, how did you sleep last night? I slept great because I don't live too far. So I, ah, right, right. I slept in the air conditioning <laughs> in my own bed, and I had a shower with running water. So that was fabulous. Yeah, let, let's give them a visual. Let's give them a let's talk about the yeah, campgrounds yeah. itself, Eric, because this is my first time camping at a Miami Valley Music Fest and being part of it, and it is unlike anything I've ever been to before. I, I think you know. I, I, me, me as well. It's first time for me as well, and I think you would probably do a better job introducing and saying what would someone see when they walk into the Miami Valley Music Fest. It, is it always set up like this? It is. It changes every year because okay. we are growing and have doubled in numbers in terms of uh, participation. So you pull in. We have two two different, very different entrances. We allow for tent camping, which is at no cost, which is fabulous, and so. People are coming in as early as Wednesday and Thursday evening, and um, they are pitching up their tent, finding their spot. There's a beautiful pond with some wonderful shade trees, and then we also, so you know, it's pretty much first come, first serve. We also have um, the capacity to handle some campers, so we've got some large campers with utility, 
And um, so that's, that's always a fan favorite. And that, again, is first come, first serve as well. And uh, speaking of that, of the fan favorite, you can bring your fans, and you, there's a lot of fans in those electric sites, and that's that's like a, a, a great idea. We have one as well. I brought one, and uh, it, it ended up doing, not working, so I should have test, tested it before I brought it. Oh, but, boy, that, I feel real bad for yeah, you. Yeah, but it's, it's, the, the, the weather is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. We've gotten so, so lucky, especially with the weather we had last month in the month of June. So we were a little bit nervous about that, but I tell you what, all the praying worked for us and it's a glorious day today food vendors and alcohol sales and whatnot like that's sort of like i had to look online to kind of figure that out why don't you tell everyone what the you know what the rules are here absolutely you're allowed to definitely bring your own beverage we only ask that you do not bring any glass bottles but go ahead and pour that in a cup we're very, and you know, one thing I love about everyone that, that joins in this every year is that they're so great about picking up after themselves. We do provide trash bags. We never have too much of a, a trouble with the, with the cleanup. So we do really strongly encourage cleaning up after yourselves. I agree. And the, 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 the lady that's that's doing the cleaning up right now that, 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 that I, I see driving around, she's got like the easiest job because she doesn't really have to pick any trash up because yeah, everyone's we, cleaning up. It is up. so wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it just makes you feel proud of everyone yeah. that's here. And he, where is here? Where are we exactly? We are on Troy Urbana Road, just outside of Troy. It is a Troy address, I must say. Um, very easy to get to. We are at the Eagles Campgrounds. So you take 55 into Troy, out, out Troy Urbana Road, and then look for the signs. Can't miss us. Yeah, it's very easy to find. And to see all the families, all the people with babies and little kids, and to see the little kids riding around on their bikes and there, it's such a wonderful vibe here. There's no violence. There's no like anger. Everybody, if you bump into somebody, somebody's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Every, there's there's a lot of love and community with this, and I can see why it draws people. Like I can imagine this is a lot of people's vacation for the end of summer. And we see them every year, so they actually count on this festival as their family vacation. Very kid friendly. We actually have a series of children's activities throughout the day today. So we're excited about that. As what well. kind of activities are those? Um, they oh, gotcha! I saw a dunk tank. This, we have a scavenger hunt. <laughs> we have a dunk tank. We have a jumpy house. Jumpy house, or those? Hunt. Those yeah. are those are always fun. But either way, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, I did mention food trucks. Do you know any details about that? How do they choose the food trucks? Is oh, there like a submission for that for them? There is, year? and we have we have a limited amount of space for that. Right. And again, we have our, our favorites that come back year after year, and they also are participating in um, the contribution back as a part of a donation as our non for profit. But right now, we have. Basil's on the market, a, a new restaurant that opened up about a year and a half ago in Troy. They're out here. We have freshies. We have everything from shaved ice to gyros to sandwiches to um, grilled cheese sandwiches, fried pickles. Now can't beat it. The if a band or a business or something. How do people sign up for this if they wanted to be a part of it? Or even volunteer. How do you volunteer? Volunteer. You can visit the Miami Valley Music Festival Association website, and we're very good at keeping up to date with that on how to even look for opportunities for next year's participation You know, immediately. We'll give us a week before we're... It's been a great weekend. You give us a week, and we'll have everything updated for next year. So what? what's your specific... Like, what have you been doing? What's your, you know, what's your day-to-day, I guess? My day-to-day, well, we've got the information booth, and addition, in, in addition to that, we do have a first aid tent. We've got Miami Jacobs um, okay. nursing students here to, to help with any of that information. We also have, we're selling 
t-shirts. And again, all proceeds do go to the charitable cause that we're participating in. Anything from lost and found um, to answering answering general questions. Um, do you sell the band's uh, merch for for them, or do they sell merch? Is there a merch like for, for those musicians? We haven't had that. Last okay. year we did have one band that wanted to sell their merchandise, and we absolutely did that for them, um, had it on display. Um, so very open to do that in the future. Just jam bands probably aren't that much into the merch. Correct. Sale. Okay, very Correct. cool, very cool. Correct. <laughs> that's that's a lot of fun, and you know, thanks for coming out and talking to us. I'll let you get back to you know the 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 booths before you know they burn down. I think everything's going crazy without you. Well, I sure I've enjoyed it, and keep praying for the sun to keep shining. Um, and thank you for the opportunity. Uh, can you give people uh, social media? Do you know all that? All the social media where people can follow Miami Valley Music Fest? Yes, and we are on Facebook, and we do encourage you to follow us on Facebook. Continue. We're updating that as we speak with every great event and every band. So do look for us at uh, my, the Miami Valley Music Festival Association Facebook page. Awesome. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks. We are with the actual festival director, Brad Denson, right now. Um, Brad, introduce yourself. What's going on with Miami Valley? Everyone's having a great time. We've heard nothing but love for this festival. Uh, that's what I'm witnessing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just making my rounds and just witnessing everything as it's happening. And it's, uh, it's a Can lot you give people. us like a little brief history of Miami Valley Music Festival? Like, I, uh, I know it's, it's, it's 10 years this year, right? Yeah, 10 years. And, uh, the actual name Miami Valley Music Festival started with uh, Nick Christian, and he, uh, him and some friends uh, over in Covington, had put a little couple bands together behind a church, raised some money for the church, and uh, um, I think he did that for about three years. And then I had started something in Troy, and I was calling it uh, the Lost Creek. Uh, Are you originally from Troy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, the outskirts of Troy, and. Um, this is Lost Creek Township, so I was just trying to tie it to the area. So we called it the Lost Creek Music Review, and uh, we had a pretty big turnout of about 600 people our first year. And uh, somehow Nick had heard about it, and I had I'd already known about his festivals. I already attended one of them, and uh, somehow we just hooked up, talked about it, and figured what we could do to kind of merge festivals. Then, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, merge together, and <clears throat> we like the charity aspect of things, and uh, just move forward with it. And so, what are the charities that then, you guys so. are benefiting this year? Um, is it a mix well, of charities? It's, yeah, it's it's. It, we have already donated two thousand dollars to the uh, Dayton Food Bank. Wow! And uh, we did that with, through um, the Winterfest. No, it was the. Uh, so before this festival Such even night, started, you... Such a Night had uh, last year. Such okay, a okay, night very had, cool. Had uh, played up here and for a two thousand dollar donation in their name to a charity of their choice. So we're actually able to award two thousand dollars to the. Dayton Food Bank. Wow. And this year, um, we also have two more grants to give away, one for 1000 one for 500 And those two uh, charities are online, having people vote online for who's getting what. That's cool. So different people get to actually and, vote and yeah, kind of decide keep, where their money goes in keep, a way. It keeps it all grassroots. So and we just kind of filter the money through and let people kind of decide how this thing ends up. So, That's awesome. Well, you we, guys go to so much work and so such a level of effort, and then you give it all to charity. Yep. That's amazing. So it's uh, feels good. I mean, it's there's not not a whole lot of value in money. <laughs> I agree. As far, I agree. As far as I, I agree. See things, 
Now you are you you are running around like a maniac right now, and and, <laughs> and so thank you for sitting down and, and finally coming and, and talking to us. You've brought a friend too. You sir That's have been running around, moving a lot as well. The two of you, Please I think, are the two yourself. busiest yeah. people. It's a good segue so. to the guy that keeps me running around more. <laughs> yeah. I hope it doesn't look like I'm too busy. My name's Brandon Ollery, and I'm just uh, a hired hand here. Okay. They call me a stage manager, but. Really, I just hook up mics and kick people off the stage. You deserve time. the manager title. Uh, you are you are called a stage manager. Yeah, you are working. You are working. I, I've seen you back there. Yeah. I, I've seen you back there. They're pulling it together. So, uh, is, I, is this a pretty? I mean, Brad makes this pretty easy on you, right? Oh yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> so the only thing I would ask is next year if you're gonna have me to have a printout of all the all the mic stuff. Man. But other than that, I've got it on my phone. Good thing I got a smartphone. So do you, do you guys other tend to learn something new every year as the as as the uh, festival we, grows? We think we do sometimes, right. and then we think once we have it figured out and we like uh, implement some kind of plan. There's something, <laughs> right. something small in the whole process that inhibits the, the plan from actually succeeding. Right. And, and sometimes it can be as easy as. Uh, like for instance, last night we had a, a checkpoint behind the building, and somebody didn't have the exact details of what bands were supposed to do once they entered the checkpoint, and then we had gridlock. Oh no! And they couldn't recover until eight o'clock this morning when people finally pulled out. And we had to shut it down, not let anybody back, so they could fully recover, and we can actually get people to the stage. So, oh wow! And it's it's small. But it is a pain in the butt. It'll, it'll drive you mad. The, the logistics, right? Yes, it's it, it so complicated. Ha- it all has to be accounted for just for ease for everybody. If everybody followed the rules and everybody knew the rules of how that process worked and understood it, it's like it can be so complicated or it can be so easy. Right. In this case, we have bands submit forms to so he knows what inputs he's using. Well, when we go to print it, 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 cuts off, it cut off the inputs. Oh, no. And we couldn't reformat it to get it all in one paper, so he's sitting there flying blind, not knowing what's coming at him, because just the format and the paper alone that we had filled out won't print correctly. So you're already over my head. I'm sure Libby and the other gear people <laughs> did, understand what's going on. But I did an old-fashioned you know, printing where I sat down with the phone and looked at it and used a pen and paper to, yeah. <laughs> to write everything yeah, transfer down. Well, as an audience member, you couldn't tell. So uh, any blips in the... It's like, a, it's like a wedding. Any blips that happen, the audience doesn't really notice. So means we're doing our job. And, and Joss always done playing. And uh, the uh, defunct all-stars are done playing, so his job is very easy there later yes. tonight. So yes. those are complicated. Bands. A lot, a tell, lot less. Tell her all about defunct. Uh, Talk about wiring stuff. All keyboards. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the oh, wow. best way to describe it. Their set was great, though. It was. Oh, man, it was good. amazing. They're all solid. And and speaking of great sets, last on Eddings last night. I mean, let's talk about that. I don't remember. <laughs> I took some vi- some video footage just for you, Brad. So that's how that's how I remember the festival is uh, people showing me clips of their good times so I can have their stories to share. Third uh, person. Yeah, those last couple shows. But that's how it is for me. Those last couple shows were pretty amazing last night. What impressed you most last night? Or I mean, I know you can't say your favorite kid or anything, but you know what? What what are you proud of this year on Friday at least? Um, I don't see a whole lot, man. To be honest with you, I don't get to witness a whole lot. I catch a song here, a song there, and today I actually got to make time for like at least two sets, and that's that is in a podcast. That's pretty high for me. Yeah, two. That's my second podcast actually. (laughs) So so I don't get to witness it like everybody else. Okay, I got you. It's hard for me to judge that. Well, one of the things we've been asking people about is, you know, we're we're getting into a a string of festivals. You know, we got the workout, Wham Bam, you know, Hog Jam, and and what I mean, I, I realize you're coming from a biased point of view, but what is special about Miami Valley? I mean, the proceeds go to charity, which really kind of escalates it into a different level. But what do you try to, you know, 
what's your premise of Miami Valley and what makes it special? Um, I was asked this earlier, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry and, for the audience. And, and, and I'm going to do the same thing to you that I that I did to him is turned it to you and say and ask you what do you what do you think makes it special? Because I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. No, because I think it's I think Good it's a answer. bit. I think it's a bit. <laughs> I think it's a bit of everything and everybody. So that's why I like turn it back on people to tell me. Cause yeah. Like I said, your perspective is different than mine. You know, for me, like first of all, I the lineup is so stacked. I mean, for a local music fan to come in here. And, you know, you guys have, like, the on-off staging on the main stage, which I love. I love that there's, like, that nonstop music. But then, you know, you've got, like, the gypsy stage. You've got Sharon Lane out there. You've got, you know, the tent stage, which is, you know, rocking it with all these different bands. So I think just, honestly, like, the lineup, the vibe, you guys obviously have, you know, basically your shit together as far as, like, you know, just taking care of people, you know. I like that term. And as far as, like, as far as fans, you know, we... You know, it's the little things. It's, you know, clean porta potties. And, you know, I mean, we love the music, but, you know, it's got to be comfortable. And, and you guys definitely, you know, have, you can tell that this is a festival in its 10th year. The porta potty I used this morning was so clean. I was so happy to use it. I, I, was, I almost used my VIP pass to, to go to the bathroom in, in, in the normal bathrooms. And, Which we appreciate. Yeah, yeah. And, and thank you so much for that. But I, I, it, I used it. Matters. It. it was immaculate. It was it beautiful. De- it definitely matters. I mean, yeah. I've been to those. I mean, this, this, <laughs> this whole festival is built around everything that I don't like at a festival. Yeah. And that's that's exactly. And I think we can relate on that level as far as being fans who appreciate music, but you know you have a kid. You you know I I can I can see it from a band perspective too. I know what I hate at playing at festivals that don't have their their as you said their shit together, and it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's a pain in the ass. There's no FCC on podcasts, so we're we're good. Then then I'm gonna do well (laughs) on this (laughs) because my term all week is we don't fuck around. Yeah, yeah, and I I like that. I like that, and you can tell that for sure. And your and your stage manager helps, right? Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speechless as usual. I was going to say something that I noticed is it seems a lot more like family than fans. Mm-hmm. Like I'm people that I've only met once or twice come up to me and say hi, and it's all smiles, and I don't see any drama going on. Everyone seems to be having a great time. So. Yeah, I haven't seen any drama either. Very cool. None, like zero. I mean, I I have hiccups I deal with. <laughs> you, you're never, you're never. Gonna we get we had a little rain yesterday. That well, was a little hiccup. Yeah, I'm not. Ta- I'm, yeah. I'm talking more on the people part of it. I mean, like, here, the worst thing that happened last night was I had to have a guy turn his truck car stereo down. So, <laughs> and he was like, "Man, sorry, much respect," and that was it. So that was the worst thing that happened yesterday. I'm not. I don't even count the rain. That's. We have no control over that, so we can't sit and be mad about well, it. Well, you know, I, I think a, a nice little shower keeps the dust down. And the double rainbow reward. Yeah, we did get that rainbow. The, uh, I mean, that's worth like a thousand Instagram photos, right? <laughs> and I, there probably were. Yeah. I got online last night. It was probably 4.30. I was laying in bed and uh, kind of just clicked up to see, and, and the double rainbow was taken from about every angle of this property. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. How cool was that? And, and, and looking at the pictures, it something about that felt special it, was it like, felt man, very special everybody shared a moment you know and like, i and, out and of I, all the moments i've heard this is like the second one. double rainbow or rainbow at miami valley music uh, fest i don't know i don't remember enough. and on top of we got a blue moon last night and too blue, so i mean you got moon. like all the stars aligning brad you got some good karma going yeah, right it's like a bob ross was a hippie in the picture he'd <laughs> <laughs> well we really appreciate everything i mean i know that these festivals are not easy to, to put on i not at all I mean, that's, yeah. it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of phone calls and emails and I, headaches. Yeah, and we I, appreciate I wish, everything you do. And I, I was going to do that this year, and uh, we've already talked about it. I've already started for next year. Um, 
there's gonna be a guy who we're gonna have filming me through the whole process of getting this whole thing in segments of all this shit. That'd be and very cool. And our goal is to to tell people quit goddamn crying about they didn't get their way at a festival. Look and look at the work that's put in to make this stuff happen. And quit being so judgmental. Yes. And quit the, you know, forty five dollars for a ticket. I mean, what do you guys think about that price? If you got your ticket at forty five dollars experiences, what do you think about? Absolutely. Miami Valley I mean, Music Fest kidding? documentary sounds and awesome. And on top of it, you're you know, you know you're 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 per, call you're, me for free tickets and it's like remember we're trying to do good and it's it's forty five dollars. Do you not understand what you're getting for forty five dollars? The 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 charity that the proceeds go to and and honestly, you know the amount of bands that you have playing at these festivals is amazing. And a lot of these guys play for really next to nothing, right? Yeah, a lot of them do play for nothing. A lot of yeah. them just, they love to be part of what I'm doing, and we have mutual respect for each other, and they all want to be a part of it. And, and uh, that's the only way this thing even happens. Yeah. On I mean, that's that the topic, only way it happens. On that topic, I'd like to say thank you to all the bands so far, because I haven't, they've all been very professional. I haven't had to, you know, give them a stern look once. <laughs> a couple of them even finished five minutes early, so yeah. you can't ask for anything more as far as, as far as the bands are concerned. Smooth, and, and a lot of them have, re- there's, you know, there's quite a few newcomers this year, but a lot of them have returned, and they know what, they, they know what they're going to get when they get here. They know right. what to expect. They know we're on top of it. They know our sound is top-notch. They know our crews are top-notch. And they know it's going to be okay. You know, there's no stress point. There's no me, 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 me. Yeah. Relax. This thing is going to be good. And uh, and I will say that it has been good. How long does it take you to put together this schedule? Four stages, all these bands, 50 bands. Um, I mean, I mean, Pete, you could probably follow the track of people bugging me. Schedule, yeah, schedule, <laughs> schedule, schedule, schedule. I don't, I don't like to just jot some names down on a piece of paper. You want to be thoughtful about it. Yeah, and then I try to, uh, um, try to look at the bands. I have to I have to look at the bands. I have to look at all the players in the bands because the players are in other bands, right? Because oh, well, yeah, we've, yeah, we've yeah, interviewed yeah, right. so many. We I are mean, local, so it's like yeah. there's a lot of cross pollination. I have to keep every single player in mind, booking almost 50 bands wow. on four stages. So think about transferring, getting guys. Well, this guy can't do that on this stage because he needs time to get to here, to here, to here, to here. Right. Do we need to have somebody waiting on him to get done playing to haul him to get in there quicker? It, it, it's not just we've interviewed, it's not a roll of the dice. We've it's, interviewed it's multiple also, multiple musicians today. Eric Reif. <laughs> That's uh, what I was thinking. Right? They're all you from know, my, they're Rich Reuter. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so we're like, so how many bands are you playing in? And how do you keep this all together? And it kind of boils down to, you know, Brad, stage manager, you know, people pulling it together. So, you know, you guys are the uh, sometimes the unapplauded crew. But uh, we appreciate you and all you guys do. Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate all these guys more than anybody. They make my job easier than what it, what it could be. It could right. be. This could be hell for me. And uh, guys like Brandon and, and Jason and Brad, which have been, they've both been with me. Brad has been with me for four years. Jason, I think now, I think we're in about six years, him and, and I working together. And he had never done a festival, had no clue about any of this before he came to Miami Valley, you know, and me and... You've schooled him? We've, yeah, we've headbutted and we've damn near fought, and uh, somehow we came to middle terms and we developed a system. And the dude does festivals all over the state of Ohio now. Wow, he, he's, he's becoming the man, you know. So, plot in through 60 Productions, Jason Johnson, and uh, maybe someday he'll return the favor. You know, <laughs> nice. maybe I need my back scratched, but no, they're great, man. It's they, there's a lot of people here that make this happen. This has, you know, everybody, all oh, Brad. It, 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 it's not me. It's everybody. It's an There's association, a right? Pe- a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Nobody has a clue about. And, and, and people come out here and volunteer and build everything you see for for a forty five dollar ticket. And some of them are here three days working in the most worst 
this week this week was so hot and humid and we sweated and it's beautiful now together yeah. and, it was yeah, worth yeah. it and uh these guys are working for a 45 dollar ticket and they're here for three days you know it's amazing. And, right. and never once complain just like let us know if you need anything else that's i do what, that's what makes this thing cool i do want to do a, a real quick plug because bride you just recently opened a new music venue in troy right yeah we're about we're about to officially open as soon as i survive this <laughs> so, uh, so this podcast is going to come out and like you know, a, a little bit later. So tell us about that real quick before you leave. Let um, us know about that venue and, and well, what's going I'm, on there. What I'm trying to do is, I guess, take everything you see here and this feeling here and uh, uh, bottle it up. Bottle, yeah, concentrate. Concentrate, concentrate um, people doing things right and expecting more out of, uh, you know. A music venue? Yeah, out of a music venue. And, 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 and it's built on mutual respect between the artist and the venue to make something intimate and special and different every single time. Make it a place people look forward to going to. Make it a place people look forward to playing to without overplaying it. You know, every time a production is done, develop it differently and give people a reason to want to come see you. You know, it's... Yeah, keep I, changing I, it. Yeah, I, I play music in the area, obviously. And it's... Uh, I get nothing out of playing the same three venues in this right. area over and over. Really, it's it, it's become to a point for me, I don't even want to drag my amp out. Yeah. It's like, I want to do something different. So, I mean, what I've done since I began my musical journey is I've always done something different somewhere. I would go find, like, we used to do these shows in the, the original courthouse of Miami County inside, locked inside these buildings. And we'd go up there and throw these parties and, and we'd dress it up and had uh, mason symbols and stuff paint on the ceilings and we would decorate and we would do these shows and that would be the show we would do that month and that's it we would do no other shows we would do find us next month somewhere I think that's so important for different. bands to kind of that's pick their cool. battles as far as so now I have a room I can just keep doing that in one location you know right and you're downtown Troy yep. Square Roots Records right yep so that's a venue, but you're also doing Record. recording there, yeah. right? Yeah, and the, and the whole concept also of doing the the, uh, you know, the bigger productions and well-thought-out shows is recording them for live albums also. So it gives bands incentive to put their best, right, right, best show yeah. together. Let's get the lineup that matters. Let's let's develop the set list that makes sense. And, and this is going to be a live album. And then also the possibilities of live DVDs with filming and cameras. And So there's a great media tool that can come out of a of a thing like that but it's also held in a location that they can call their grandma and grandpa you know right. or, or their aunts and uncles or bring their nieces and nephews to the show because it's not a bar okay. yeah. they're not starting at midnight it's a listening room at, right, they're start, right. Yeah, they can start at 7.30 and everybody can you know music shouldn't be at 18 and up or a 21 and up process you know yeah. in my opinion why Why is it we're, we're blocking these people out from experiencing something life changing well, if Miami Valley Music Festival is is an attest to to your skill and able to pull that together, I know Square Roots is going to be an awesome success as well. And I, I can't wait to actually shift my focus there and uh, see what we can come up. And it's going to be a work in process. I'm not, not saying everything's going to work the way I'm kind of imagining it, but I look at it as a laboratory. And uh, the right minds will come. I know they will. They're going to come from all different walks of life as far as sound guys and, and lighting guys. And I have a feeling this thing's going to turn into some kind of some kind of monster. And for, yeah. our, for our listeners, just as a point of reference, Brad is also in Lost on Eddings, which played last night. Yep. Had an amazing set. I noticed you were way in the back there, Brad. I always am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm first, like, first rule being a bass player. For someone, no who, someone who does this whole festival, you're like way in the back when it actually and, comes to the being on the stage, and, right? And I'm on a bitch because, you know, after all this work, I didn't even get a monitor. 
I didn't, I didn't. I couldn't even hear the music, so it was just me and the drummer next to me. I couldn't hear anybody else. I got play. some videos, so hopefully that'll that'll <laughs> help fill in the blanks, right? I, I didn't get a mix, so hey, next year, you know, we know what to shoot for. I'm gonna get three of them, right, Brandon? Exactly. Three monitors, just to be there. Nice. So. Final thoughts. How can people stay in touch with you guys? Do a winter fest, right? Yep, so we do. for for people who are listening to this after the fact. If you want to kind of look to the future, usually uh, Febu- late February, something okay. like that. So I imagine I, is that I, here as well, or where's that? Uh, at? I've moved it every year. Okay, uh, okay. I had in Columbus uh, Woodlands Tavern one year to kind of promote over into the uh, Columbus uh, crowd, and uh, we've done. Um, last year was at Odd Bodies. Yeah, last year's Odd Bodies was really cool. Very cool. That was very fun. I showed them how to uh, maximize the potential of the room. <laughs> Very, <laughs> very like, much we, uh, so. We never conceived two stages in here, but like that was cool. Like, it was so cool. I you have options. You have to look at the room. Had such a fabulous time yeah, at Winterfest. That, that place stayed packed from like six thirty till two in the morning. Oh my god, it, it never was stopped. amazing. And if you can put that many people in a concert hall in the middle of winter and people stay and the entire time, and there were some other pretty big shows that week too. So there was a lot of people going out to see music because I know people were bouncing back and forth between the two shows, and they yeah. were, but both shows still had big crowds. You know, so it was. It was very cool, and uh, like I said, Odd Bodies opened their eyes. Like, okay, well, there's there's other potentials to what's going on here. And Nielsen, Nielsen always tells me, like, that was a killer night, man. That was so that was, fun, yeah. and I love those guys, and and that we have a venue that's a little bigger for and, the indoor winter shows. And they are doing it right too. Yeah, and that, that's that's one thing I look to when I look at these music venues. People who are doing it right and not afraid not afraid to do it right. Yeah. And don't be afraid to drive up to Troy and uh, right, check right, out yep. Square Roots Records. I'll, I'll make it worth your while, for sure. I, I got to check out the room, Eric, uh, last week. How was I, it? I went to the pre-party. It was very fun. It was the Miami Valley Music Festival, sort of a sort of a music appreciation, musician okay. appreciation okay. night. We had about 40, maybe 40 musicians throughout the night. Very cool. In and out, so... And, uh, we're, we're musicians and well, I can't wait to check it out myself. Except for Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, the stage manager. All, you got 50 musicians in this room, and Brandon, the stage manager, is one of the very few guys that gets up and puts on a clinic. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, it was uh-huh. no, man. I, I told you, I remembered it after he does it, man. That was a good... Good I know thing you, did, so very you cool. two are the busiest people at this festival, right? Yeah, yep, Pretty much. Thank you for taking time to talk to us and our listeners. Um, hopefully, a lot of the people who are listening are going to come back next year. Yeah, and uh, I think that's one thing that keeps it growing is people like you saying, hey, this thing is... Cool. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I think those people are conscious of who they bring back with them also. Yeah. Like, they know who the right person is. Like, you should, you would like this. You really check this out. And that's, you know, if you, if you got every type of person in here and every, you invited everybody... The vibe might not be the same. I think the people are telling the right minds that this is where you should be. Yeah. And when you think about it, $45 for 50 bands, you're seeing a band for like 90 cents on the dollar, honestly. Yeah. And some of these people, they're going to blow up. I mean, for real. Yeah. And Paige, Paige Beller blew my mind this morning. Yeah, she oh my great. God, she was amazing. First thing I tell her is like, girl, it's like somebody cried out there in the crowd Beautiful. because that song was so pretty. And, uh, and uh, told her that... Uh, she probably should be looking for something a little bigger to do with her time. Yeah. Because she's got it. Absolutely. Blew my mind. Just I sat there just in complete all. That's one of the things we've been actually asking the musicians that we've been interviewing, and, and we want to ask you real quick, what are the acts that you've been the most either impressed by or looking forward to? I know we've, we've still got a day, a little bit of a day, you know, left of music, but what are, what are your favorites as, as far as musicians go? I mean, as far as today... Uh, I mean, the Spike Drivers are my house band. Yeah, right. That's, that, I've, they've been out here since I started out at this location. They, uh, they've they been here every single year. And uh, 
They're amazing. They're, yeah, and because I think they encompass a lot of what's going on on every stage as far as, you know, you get your country and your rockabilly and your jazz influences and blues and, and just fun. And they, somehow they take all, the, every one of these, piece of every one of these bands and put it into this, this I agree re- with you. really good time. I, I thought it was pretty awesome that you guys stretched and uh, had Night Beast here uh, yeah. this year. I, I'm friends with them, and I, you know, they're fun. There's edges of the the musical world that I don't want to go to, but I but but I'm kind of looking at those fringes too. You know, there's guys that can you know, not so much bridge those n- gaps. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not looking to go full blow into that those kind of areas. But there are bands that are really cool that are that are flirting with it, but not going. Um, I think further into it than what I, think I think both audiences can actually appreciate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. And I, and I got to keep it personal. I, I love the fact that this festival isn't all about jam bands. You know, right. people are like, oh, it's a jam band place. I'm like, man, I disagree. I book all the bands. You know, yeah. and there's if I lined up how many bluegrass bands here compared to jam bands, I bet it's a tie. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because re- right, we have reggae and we have blues. We have live meditation music this morning, which gave me an extra 45 hours of sleep when I went over there and hid in my chair. So, nice. I mean, we, we really mix it up. I mean, straight country and folk and single piano players, singer-songwriters. It's, it's, this is a variety. You, I don't. I know I haven't seen a variety like this at any other festival around Absolutely. Here, so. Well, everything you do is great. Keep up the good work. Hopefully we're getting people hyped for next year. And uh, real quick, tell us how people can keep in touch with you, Lost on Eddings. Um, uh, Facebook's the easiest for Lost on Eddings or lostoneddings.com, MiamiValleyMusicFest.com. And uh, most of the listeners here probably have my phone number because, like, everybody called me. <laughs> so. And Square Roots Records, just Google it and yep, yep, our, uh, get up to uh, Troy, Rich check their Reuters calendar. my website for that. And uh, obviously, I've been working him pretty hard just trying to get this. We had him on earlier. He was talking about his website work. So, yep, yep. Yep. so he is going to, uh, we're going to both switch gears. He's going to help me get that process going. And uh, you'll start seeing some action. I'll make sure you guys are the first to know. And, very you cool. Start seeing stuff moving. We'll, we'll ease we'd love, we'd it. love to have you back on to talk about some of your yeah, shows coming yeah, up. You guys should come up to the uh, the studio sometime and let's just, just sit down and do something up there. Basically. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Very cool. We'll, Thank you guys. We'll add music to the, to the, the scene. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're Thank great. You. Thanks, Thank guys. you. Appreciate what you do. Have a great day. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're at the Miami Valley Music Festival, and I've got some musicians here ready to talk to me. Please introduce yourselves. Tell me the band you're in and what instrument you play and what's going on with you guys. Um, we are called Camp. We're from Columbus, Ohio. Nice. It's a guitar and a banjo and a bass drum. Okay. My name is Taylor. This is I'm Evan. Evan. Yeah. What do you play, Evan? I'm the banjo player. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And we've got a we've got a, another guest that's kind of come up. Are are you one of the? You're kind of with the band. He's a roadie. Right, right. I'm an avid fan. Uh, my name is Tom. Nice. And, uh, I love following them around and hearing their sound. So you're from Columbus. Is this your first time playing Miami Valley Music Fest? It is. Nice. We're actually, our first festival in general. So. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. A lot of the other podcast guys. There's three other podcast guys, and this is their first festival. I'm kind of a veteran. Um, so tell us a little bit about your music, because our listeners are, you know, hearing all kinds of different bands come in and, and you know tell us about. So what's camp? What do you guys? What, what, how would you classify yourselves? Um, camp is well, we were we were a bigger band, okay. and then we kind of trimmed the fat. They were good musicians, but we just like decided that we're gonna play guitar and banjo and make jams. And we're down in Athens doing that now. We both go to school at OU. Okay, very so cool. So we've just been playing open mics. So the whole board. band is just a guitar and banjo. Yep. 
Oh, wow. Okay, so no percussion. Well, there's a bass drum. Okay. There's a kick drum. Nice. Ev kicks the drum. What would you say is, like, your inspiration musically? Who, people? Or, yeah, like, what what bands kind of inspired you to start uh, start playing music? I know you were a big Ray LeMontagne fan. I like Ray. I met him. He's very cool. Ray's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Very cool. Great singer-songwriter, right? Unbelievable. So are you guys more into, like, the music part or the lyrics? Oh, a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be both. It's got to be both, yeah. right? Well, I mean, yeah. The mu- the music's good, but yeah. the lyrics are, you know. We love melody. It's okay. got to be love melody. And, uh, yeah, lyrics, too. We love our lyrics. Cool. you got to say something. It's the whole vibe. The whole vibe. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you're, so you're an avid fan. What what would you say kind of kind of makes these guys special? Uh, I would say the... Um, their their mix of like vibrant attitude with their their lyrics like that it like depict a lot of our lives leads to like a very good vibe song and stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. So now, do you guys have an album? Are you guys a new band? What's what's going on there? We're fairly new. We yeah, have kind of new to the game. Okay. Yeah. We have some uh, some songs out that we recorded just in my bedroom in Athens. Just okay. kind of bootleg, but we got an album in the works with uh, Brad, actually, who was putting on the festival. So. Oh, very yeah. cool. We just ended uh, an interview with him, and that was very, very cool that he got you guys to come to Miami Valley, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of his lab band. rats. We're going to be his first... Uh, <laughs> he built a studio in his home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so now, are you guys going to play any at Square Roots? No. I mean, not as a today okay i'd be down to maybe in the future right yeah cool so now you guys are musicians and i'm always curious you know i'm coming from more of the fan perspective but as far as musicians go what are you guys like what bands or acts have you either seen friday night we're we're into saturday or that you're looking forward to that's really impressed you or that you're looking forward to uh, looking forward to the Spike Drivers. Spike Drivers. Hard. Here. Yeah. Okay, Jesse cool. Henry. Jesse Henry raised us. Yeah. He's <laughs> and, uh, yeah, nice. he's the reason we play music, so yeah. we're psyched wow. to see him yeah. do what he does. So he's a mentor to you guys? Yeah. He's our mentor. Definitely. Very cool. How did you guys meet? Uh, Jesse was my guitar teacher when I was in high school. And where'd you go to high school? I'm um, from Columbus, so Upper Arlington is where I went to high school. Okay. And, uh, he gave lessons all around Columbus. Okay. And then he stopped giving me lessons, and we started just playing songs, and then uh, started writing my own music, and now we're here. Wow. So that's pretty cool that you're playing the same festival as one of your mentors, right? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, he got us in this place. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, so people listening to this podcast, you know, camp is kind of a generic term. So is it camp band? How, how can people <laughs> find having, you? Yeah, we've been having some trouble with that. Uh, it's just camp. It's just camp. Okay. An Ohio band. An Ohio band. Yeah, an Ohio band. Narrows it down. Okay. And so Google yeah. camp Ohio band. That yeah. will take you to Facebook exactly. and your yeah. various things. Okay, cool, Yeah, cool. you might have to dig a little bit, but you'll yeah. find it. Very Hopefully. cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so any exciting stories from uh, the festival so far? Did you guys huh. behave yourselves last night? No. But, no, I didn't uh, either. It was fun. I mean, it was a good time. Uh, Taylor and Evan actually, uh, they started uh, ch- chucking up some fire. They were <laughs> we got into the fire throwing. The fire. Amateur, you were throwing amateur, fire? Yeah, fire. Amateur kerosene 
tactics. You know, uh, yeah. that sounds Ed, unsafe. Ed, sounds very unsafe. It's unsafe. Ate an entire, yeah. like, bouton. Evan's hair actually fire. used to be a lot longer. Mm. <laughs> used to be amazing. Mu- used to have a mustache, amazing. too. That's gone. <laughs> Burnt you, off. you guys sound like your old souls, but you guys look really, really young, so you guys must have been... You, you've been playing music for a long time, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, a couple years. We have together now. For yeah, a couple years. They started playing in, like, junior year of high school, and, like, it's been so cool to see them, like, progress to where they are right now. Absolutely fantastic. You've been along for the ride? Uh, luckily, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We started as a school project. It was just a school yeah. project. Did you guys just go to public school or performing yeah. arts school? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Were you in band? I was a band. I was no, a band nerd. I wish I was. Yeah, I kind of, looking back on it, I kind of wish I played a string, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah, violin. you know, we were we were, choir. we were yeah. so like the dorks in high school and then we all ended up in bands later, so it was yeah, kinda like right. a little, you know, F you later in life, right. you know. <laughs> but very cool. All our listeners, check out Camp. Just Google Ohio Camp Ohio band. Camp in Ohio band. Yeah. These guys are young, they're up and coming, they've got some good people putting them under their wings, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where you guys land. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Bye. Appreciate Thank it. you. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Let's, let's, let's talk to our guest here. I am roaming around the campgrounds of the Miami Valley Music Fest, and there's a lot of campers that are at their tents, so I'm going to go talk to them. And there's a lot of people who are coming here for uh, their... For to sell things and also for uh, for Sightless Children Club. T- talk about the Sightless Children Club and tell the listeners who you are. Um, my name is Tina Van Buren. I am with the Sightless Children Club. The Sightless Children Club is actually located in Vandalia, but the members are parents and guardians of blind children. Um, we have members from all over the state of Ohio. Um, what our organization does is um, for that parent who is, say, at an eye doctor and the doctor says your child has a certain disease where they're going to lose their vision or they're already blind, um, most of the time you're just shocked you do not know where to go. Um, we're that organization. Um, we're wanting people to know that we're out there. Um, you come. All of us have been through similar situations. Um, We have meetings every month where we can talk to each other. Um, We help with certain ideas, like one lady a couple months ago was like, okay, how do I potty train my child that's blind? Another parent has, you know, going through the same thing, giving them ideas and suggestions. Um, What we also do is we have fundraising. Um, Our fundraising is to purchase equipment for the kids. The equipment is very expensive. Um, it can be a cane, can be like $90, um, a CCTV, which is like a large screen. You can put your uh, papers and things under it. It enlarges it onto that screen where they can read it. And they can actually, there's newer ones out that will read to them, or they can see the board at school. Um, this equipment that we purchase for the kids is for them to keep. It's theirs for a lifetime. Um, insurance does not pay for these things. Um, an average request is usually like $3,500 or more. Um, right now we're working on, it's called eSight, um, the first digitally designed glasses um, that help the legally blind to see. Um, my son cannot really read or see prints. Um, if you go to an eye doctor, he can see the giant W and that's it. 
He has been tested with these glasses and he could read 2020. Um, the problem with these is they cost $15,000 a piece. Wow. Um, and it's an amazing piece of new technology. I mean, we're giving kids sight that have never seen things. But, like I said, very, very expensive. So we do have fundraisers. Um, we have bingo. Um, we're located in Vandalia at 950 Helkey Road. We have bingo on Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday evenings that start at 7. Um, Mondays, it's during the day. It starts at noon. We do a quarter auction every second Thursday of the month. Um, we're going to do a 5K um, October 24th. Um, we're also having a meeting um, August 10th. It's on the Monday evening at 7. We're inviting the public to come. This company who's making the e-sight glasses, they're actually out of Canada. Um, they're flying in and going to demonstrate these glasses and let the public see these that, you know, to help. I'm, there's families out there that have never heard of them that we could be helping kids with these. Um, even adults can wear these. But um, our main thing is letting families know we're there. Um, we're there to help. We're there to support. And for people that want to help come and, you know, do fundraisers and help to raise this funds for these kids. Um, and it's not just like the glasses, but some kids' computers because the glasses might not work. Um, but a lot of the equipment. And, you know, they can take it back and forth to schools or whatever they need. Um, now, uh how did you get involved? I know you mentioned your, your child. How did you personally get involved with uh, Sightless Children? Um, I got involved. Um, I have three children. My daughter, who is the oldest, she has 20-20 vision. Two boys, they have what's called Stargardt's disease. So what it does is it affects their central vision. They lose sight in the central area but have peripheral vision. Um, so I was invited to a Christmas party through the school. Um, and it was at an alliance organization and is sitting at a table with a group of different parents. One of those parents told me about this organization. And so that was one of our reasons like to come to this music festival. Um, a lot of people do not know that we're there. Um, we were actually first um, started in 1952 by parents who saw the need for their kids to get help in the school systems. Sure, yeah. um, and that was like our main thing like for coming up here. Um, there's like I said, lots of families we know that could be getting help or the support. Um, and it's nice to know, like, the kids can come to these meetings. Usually they don't see another kid that, you know, goes through the same things they do. So they can actually come. There's, like, a game room for them, um, a lending library, because they can't go into the library like we can and get a book because they can't read those books. Um, same thing like if a new book comes out at the bookstore and all the kids at school are excited, well, that doesn't do them any good. So um, we try to get, like, books on tape for them and let them know about different organizations like the library that sends books on tapes for the kids for free. So we try to gather a lot of that information so the parents know where they can get equipment, where they can get help, um, you know, different groups that like do the books on tape or um, radio stations that some of them have where they read to them, you know, so um, just a lot of different things we try to do to help. That's awesome. Uh, and go ahead and let people know where they can find the website. Um, we do have a website. It's www.sightlesschildren.org. Um, get on the website and look us up. Um, come out and join us 
come to some of the meetings, the fundraisers. We would love for the community support. And uh, lastly, before we before we leave, what do you think about the Miami Valley Music Fest? And is this your first Miami this, Valley this Music This is my Fest? first time at the Music Festival. I've actually born was raised in Tip City, the Troy area, all my life, and I had never heard of it. Um, and it is a lot of fun, um, different music. Um, saxophone last night was amazing. Um, so it is a fun time to come out, bring the family and enjoy the music and see some of the different groups. Thank you very much, Tina. All right, thank you. All right, guys, well, welcome back. Uh, I'm here still roaming around. I'm here with Ralph, man. What's up? How are you doing? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good, man. Glad to be out here in the sunlight. So tell me what you got, what's going on here. Oh, man, it's a whole lot of people having a whole lot of fun and doing just what we do, man, getting down on music and, you know, enjoying time with a lot of good people that you get to see quite often, maybe not so much, but, you know, bringing people together and getting down on music. Now, is this your first Miami Valley Music Fest? No, this will be my um, third. No. Third Miami Valley. What, what keeps you coming back? I think, honestly, the uh, family vibe atmosphere and just all the good people. You right. Know, we do a lot of festivals, and uh, this is probably one of my favorite ones. I was telling a couple people last night, I just love this thing, uh, how small it is and how, you know, everybody knows, uh, you know, a, a lot of people know each other out here. So it's it's real cool when you can get down and, you know, know everybody, and it's are, like a family. Are you from the area? No, I'm from Indiana. No kidding. All right. Now, uh, now we're at a booth. Can you describe what's going on with the booth? Yeah, give, give the listeners some details. Yeah, we're at a booth right now that is a um, it's a booth set up for Glowstick Willie merchandise. But at the moment, the merchandise is packed under the table, and tour manager Otis is cooking us all breakfast, which happens to be BLTs. So you know we do it right under the canopy in the middle of a field. We're we're still eating good. <laughs> now, what what is Glowstick Willie about? Tell the listeners about that, and is there a website people can go to to check it out? Social yeah. media or, or anything like that? Yeah, we are all over um, the internet and Glowstick Willie, Google search, Facebook, uh, Spotify, pretty much any outlet on online you can find us and listen for free, or you can buy the album. But um, Glowstick Willie is really just high energy rock and roll. We're trying to revive the old feeling of what rock and roll used to be. Okay. You know, and trying to, we, we tell our listeners that it's, uh, Glowstick Willie is the lifeline, or it's, it's the life support for the rock and roll that you thought was dead. Yeah. So. Now, do you have like any, it. so you have MP3s out there? Yeah. Well, it just so happens I can edit all this in post. Do you want to let the listeners listen to a Glowstick Willie song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, do you want to pick one out and then send it to me? Yeah. Maydays this year is a really good Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. All right. Yeah, we got a, uh, a couple live sets that we have for free on archive.org, and we have about uh, 150 shows, if, I, if, I remember, if I'm remembering right. Uh, they're all free, available for download or listen. But, yeah, we'll shoot you some uh, music and cool. get it out to some people. So do you guys do you guys uh, how, do you guys tour around the whole nation? Like yeah, oh yeah, we we've been we haven't been past Colorado out west, but we uh, we did Canada earlier this year. We went down to Louisiana for the first time, and we just try to get out as much as we can. You know, it's just as where, wherever anybody's there to listen, we'll come. You know, it doesn't really matter to us. Now is this is this uh like do you have a a day job back home or is this something like I'm on tour like. Are you are you living the gypsy lifestyle? Living the gypsy life. None of us have jobs, and we're just trying to make it work. You know. Wow. 
So each week you're in a different spot. Yep. Oh my goodness, dude. That's a. There's a lot of people who would love to live that dream. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you very much, man. Let's let's play that song. Oh yeah. Thank you. All right. Here's Glowstick Willie with my brother. <laughs>
Guys, I'm out here roaming around, and we're at the. Is this the Gypsy stage? This is the Gypsy stage. Yeah, this is Dave Nathan's from Family Audio, Family with a PH, of course. Family Band opened this show uh, yesterday at five o'clock, and uh, this is the Family stage, the Gypsy stage, and uh, Bill Kurzenberger is killing it right now, doing a little solo set on the piano or keyboards, I should say. But uh, it's been a great weekend. Uh, a little bit of rain yesterday, but, you know, that brings rainbows, and it was a great day. It, it brought double rainbows. It brought double rainbows. <laughs> oh, wow. It was like a flashback from the Dead Reunion. <laughs> now, you, uh, so you're, you're a sound engineer here. How did you get involved with the Mike yeah, Valley Music um, Well, I know Brad Denson, and uh, Brad works his ass off at this thing every, every summer. And uh, I actually just ran into him at a show that he was running. Uh, uh, he was running audio and trying to host the show at the same time. And I just walked up to him and I said, hey, you should be out talking to people. You should have somebody else doing this. And I said, I got it. And after that, he's always hired me for any audio needs that he has. That's awesome. And uh, he's been a good friend. We play music together. And uh, anyway, it's a great family out here. And uh, how, how many uh, Miami Valley Music Fest have you been to? Uh, this will be my third. Third, okay. Yeah. I ran audio for... Uh, this stage, this will be my third year running audio for this stage. Okay, and uh, kind of talk about what you what what draws you back each year. Oh well, uh, first of all, it's it's a charity event. I mean, it takes care of so many people in, in the Dayton area. Uh, uh, mostly, it's just the, in my opinion, the perfect size festival. And the thing that really draws me is it it only features local music. So you're not going to get, you know, like all these headliners coming in from all over the country. Um, but you're going to get the best of the best of the local area musicians. And there are so many great musicians. And as a music fan, a musician and a sound engineer, how, who would you uh, tell people to go listen to? Oh, I would say go listen to everybody. But I know, <laughs> first of all, Spike Drivers uh, will be uh, closing out the night tonight uh, on the main stage. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately for Bill Kurtzenberger, who's playing right now, his band is also playing on stage three at the exact same time. So, I mean, if you're going to have any competition at a festival, uh, Spike Drivers are going to bring it to you. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, his uh, his amazing dead cover band, uh, Terrapin Moon, will be playing on stage three here at 10 o'clock. Spike Drivers at 10 on the main stage. Catch Jostle. Uh, uh, my God, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know the whole lineup because I'm focused so much on this stage. But uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I looked at the lineup, and it is solid. There's yeah. not a band that I would say, you know, you could probably pass over them. I, you know, there's actually the problem with most festivals is you there's two bands yeah. you want to see at the yeah. same time. Yeah. 
All right, uh, go ahead and give your your info, your website, any any. Yeah, right on. This is Dave Nathan's from Family Audio LLC on Facebook. That's Family with a PH. Also, Family Band. That's Family with a PH. We do a lot of originals infused with fish covers, and uh, uh, we'll have a podcast up from last night's show uh, as soon as I can get to a Wi-Fi. You do podcasts? Yeah, yeah. I actually do. Uh, uh, record the shows and then upload them. It's not necessarily a podcast, but I put them up on archive.org for people to hear. Okay, okay. And if I get video, which I'm doing right now out front, uh, I'll also have that on YouTube under David Nathan's N A T H A N S. Awesome. Thanks, you, brother. Good to talk to you. All right, man. Hey, where is it? <laughs> it's wet already. That's a little creepy. But. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out here roaming around, and last night as I was camping and we were roaming the campgrounds, uh, Brad, who runs the uh, Miami Valley Music Fest, we stumbled a- upon this telescope, and he was saying, you guys should check this out. And I am here with Duke Skygawker. How are you, man? Good. Thank uh, you. Um, so tell me about uh, what you got going on here with the solar scope and what you got going on here with this thing under this tarp. It looks huge, dude. Uh, that's a 16-inch reflecting telescope. When it stands up, it's about eight and a half feet tall, and the ladder that you see it resting on is actually you can climb up to look through the eyepiece. Nice. This is a solar telescope in hydrogen alpha, which is all red light emitted by hydrogen in stellar fusion. You can look right at it, not burn your eye out, see different things going on. It's probably not aimed now, though, because incredible or not, one of the things I do is called barstronomy, mm-hmm. and my slogan is, drinking or not, your world is spinning. <laughs> That's true. And it so is, true. and so these things have to be re-aimed all the time. They're not motorized. It's all <laughs> manual. We're green here. Now, how did you how did you get involved with this? I grew up in uh, rural northwest northwest Ohio, and it's dark, so you know you look at the sky, and eventually, I got a telescope, and then I started bringing it to bars and music venues and festivals and other places, you know, sketchy places like state and national parks. <laughs> And it's a lot of fun. I mean, people have fun doing it. Mostly, I let them get their hands right on it. Yeah. Where most of the time, if you go to one of those programs, it's like, look, but don't touch anything. Touch it. It's here. If I'm not here and I've showed you how to use it, I said, use it, you know? Now, how many how many years have you been involved with the Miami Valley Music Fest? Uh, this is my third time here, and the first time was in 2012, and Brad was the guy that got me here. I believe we had run into each other when I was doing this at maybe Woodlands Tavern in Columbus. I love that place. Uh, it's a good place. That yeah. was my home bar. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few comedy shows there. That's that's a that's a very unique spot in Columbus. Uh, I've seen it since it went from one narrow store space to they have three of those now and two stages and. They're doing great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you said that you were involved in radio one time. Can you talk about that? Oh, uh, before I was even out of high school in uh, no, near Delphus, Ohio, a little town called Ottaville. I worked at uh, WDOH Radio there because that's what I wanted to do. And I worked at commercial radio all through college at BGSU Go Falcons, where, no, I never studied astronomy, but did study broadcasting and journalism. And then worked uh, down on the bayou in southeast Louisiana, down in Thibodeau in, in Lafouche Parish on Bayou Lafouche. And we're talking down there, you know, Cajun country. Nice. You, you saw Troy on Swamp People. 
those people talk exactly like that. I'm <laughs> not kidding you. That's no. awesome. Uh, but that was a shock for a rural Northwest Ohio boy. Yeah. Uh, then back here, honestly, did radio in Marion, Ohio for a brief time. Went ran a historic theater in that town, one of those old movie palaces. Ran another one in Mansfield. And then went to work for the Dispatch Broadcast Group in Columbus doing radio network stuff. Everything from news, but a whole bunch of sports. Yeah. Eventually got tired of that, really, after a long time, let's put it this way. And back in broadcasting, now working with PBS TV for the state of Ohio. Nice. So there's the broadcast side. Yeah. Now, now, what do you think about the state of broadcasting with the internet and? Oh, it's communication and information distribution is different. Yeah. Than it was, podcasts like Gem City, you can do that anywhere in the world. You can stream anything, whether it's audio, video. I mean, if you can get it, you can do it. Yeah. So, it's different. Back in the day when I started in radio, you actually had to take a test yeah. to, you know, be the run the one man operations. You had to take transmitter readings, right? And, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it's such a different time. Uh, I, I remember listening to radio and really enjoying the personalities, which is really what led me to podcasting anyway. And uh, where they had the chance to play their own music, they got to pick it out, and people enjoyed the. Radio personality, like that was a big thing back in the day. What I like about a lot of the podcasts, who you're talking about picking their own music, people that do podcasts about all kinds of things, astronomy, yeah. quilting, I don't know. You know yeah, I'm sure there's a but quilting most podcast. Most of them have some kind of soundtrack that they all choose, yeah. and some of that stuff's really great. It is, it is. Even the ones that are non-music. So where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Barstronomy. At nice. Barstronomy on Twitter, on Facebook, all the astronomy stuff I do is set public. So if you're on Facebook, you don't have to friend me to see it. If you friend me, you're not going to see a bunch of crap about my personal relationships. But you don't have to do anything to see the astronomy stuff. On there, my name's Tony Miller, but until Facebook caught me, their bots caught me. I used the name Duke Skygawker. On Facebook. You know they have an official real name policy. How many of your friends on Facebook use their real name? I don't use... I use my real name, but I also put Izzy Rock out there, too. Okay, well, so, I have my real name, and I also have Duke Skygawker. So That's they'll the allow that? Yeah, you can put another name you're known by, but it can't be your primary account <laughs> name. They're so silly. Search will probably find it. So if you search Duke Skygawker, which probably a million tony millers out there so i don't know probably not another duke skygawker i haven't found one <laughs> that that i, I have never heard another of another astronomer anywhere in <laughs> the known universe right well thank you so much yes man. all thank right you this podcast has come to an end please listen for part two which will be coming out next week and go check out gymcitypodcast.com to listen to more of the podcasts that we have. Thank you for everything. Please go rate, review, and subscribe. I won't add any music since this podcast featured music. So I won't do an Izzy's Homegrown or anything like that. So you guys just enjoy your week. Please go do whatever you need to do in life. Enjoy your life. There you go.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.